0: Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. John 16 verse 7 to 15. If you are there, say amen. Very truly I tell you it is for your good that I am going away. This is Jesus speaking. Unless I go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you when he comes. He will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin, righteousness and judgment. (coughs) About sin, because people do not believe in me, about righteousness, because I'm going to the Father, where you can see me no longer. About judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears and will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I say the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Let's pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, King of kings, Lord of lords, creator of the universe, speak to us. We need you like never before jehovah we are just but mere human beings and so guide our conversation this afternoon help us to fight off the enemy the devil the father of all lies as we break your heart help us to be fruitful in jesus name we all shout amen Amen. guys did you hear the guy did you hear about the story of the man who sprinkled Sugar. On his pillow on New Year's Eve. Didn't he have yeah, that story? At this guy wanted to start the new year in, with sweet sweet dreams. <laughs> 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 These are my jokes. <laughs> I'm not okay going to respond to that guys do you know that you need to put a new calendar those of us who receive calendars it's a difficult time for companies companies have decided more can no calendars but for those of you who receive you need to put it in the freezer do you know why We need to start the year off in a cool way, everyone. We need to start. (laughs) One more, one more. It's the last Sunday of the month. One more. I heard that some of you have decided to, that as a resolution, you're going to stop procrastinating. No procrastination this year. But I also have heard that most of you have said they're going to wait until next month. Ah, no procrastination this year Amen? Amen It has been said that the following are the rules of engagement As concerns offending others Number one, think before you speak Any couples in the house Don't raise your hand Don't, don't raise your hand Think before you speak <laughs> I'm gonna check When conversing make I statements To reduce defensiveness yes, you I, 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 I You know Sandwich criticism between positive comments. Robi Chapo, you're very good at that. You are lakini, but you are, you know those ones. Hey. Request a change in someone instead of pointing out a fault. Request, not don't demand. Criticize behavior rather than person, personality traits. It's the behavior we criticize, not personal trait, personality traits. Compliment actions rather than physical traits. Actions. Keep praise proportionate to the action. Rules of engagement as concerns offending others. Keep praise proportionate to the action. Avoid imposing your personal feelings on others. Don't impose. Apologize when called out or corrected. But here is the question, when all is said and done, and we've ticked all the boxes, is it possible never to offend? Even when you follow the rules, is it possible? Jesus said in Luke 17, I love this verse, offenses will come. That's what Jesus said, offenses will come. But who unto you who brings the offense? We hope you're not the one who offends. In relating to each other, offenses will come, and this journey of life sometimes feels like a journey of learning how not to offend one another. If you're in a relationship, say amen. <laughs> the journey of learning how to love each other is what the Bible talks about. And loving is not easy. Love, see your honeymoon. Amen. Yeah, love is after honeymoon. This God richly expounds on, especially for us who believe. Ignored a lot, though, is how to relate to the Holy Spirit. We've talked about his JB, where he came from, (laughs) who he is. But we need to remember that because he's a person, we must relate well with the Holy Spirit. In relating to God, it is simple. God simply says, obey my commands. This is what? Bait. In relating to Jesus, we have to relate with him as concerns the cross. That is the essence of the Lord. He came to save. So do you believe him or do you not believe him? When it comes to the Holy Spirit, we have to know how not to offend him. Because he is a person. It is not it. It is not that voice it is not just the holy spirit is a person not a thing number one we sometimes confuse personality with visibility personality isn't an attribute of a body it is an attribute of a spirit we never have truly seen who you are you're not a body you're a spirit we will know you truly at the very end of time When we are given the new bodies, the new beings, the new natures by God when he comes for his church. That is when you ah, number two, the Holy Spirit is intelligent. It will be the second week or first week. He has knowledge, he has power, and he is love. If you want to know the love of God, study the Holy Spirit of God. That's his essence. He speaks, he intercedes. He testifies. Is it Liseba? He commands, he guides, he teaches. The Holy Spirit of God is God Himself. Do you know that? He is fully God, so let's put some respect on His name Jehovah. The Holy Spirit is a parcel, He's not a thing. On this final day of the month, we are looking at the Holy Spirit how to relate to him. And in relating to him, let me repeat be careful not to offend him. You can offend God the Father by not following his word. And most of us, if not all, have disobeyed God once in a while. You can offend the Lord Jesus simply because, according to you, it would be only this guy was a carpenter, so crying out loud. Why, why am I supposed to be the savior of the world? That's easy. But the Holy Spirit, hey hey, that's another case altogether. Be careful not to offend him. Be careful not to offend him. The Holy Spirit of God being a person can be offended. And we look into ways that we all do. This will help us to relate to him. For convenience sake, we are classifying the offenses against the spirit in two divisions. One, those committed by the unbeliever. If you are here and you don't believe Jesus, I beg you by the mercies of God to find him soon and very soon. Time is running out. None of us knows when they are going to see the Lord, Adam is a Jew. I keep telling you and I keep repeating, I'm not a prophet. Amen? Ah, this Jew, I don't know. There are those that are committed by the unbeliever, the offenses committed by the unbeliever, and there are those offenses that are committed by those who believe. Because of time, let me go quickly. Offenses committed by the unbeliever, if you do not know Jesus. Remember we said, the main work of the Spirit of God, number one on the list, is to convict the world of sin. The world is all believing and non-believing, especially non-believing. And so, those that don't believe Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, can actually offend him. How? Number one, you resist the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit let me read Acts 751 you stubborn people you are heathen at heart this is the nlt version deaf to the truth must you forever resist the holy spirit that's what your ancestors did and so do you this is stevie the matter remember he's speaking to the Sanhedrin, the leaders of the church of the times who resisted the spirit of god they have seen jesus they had seen his miracles. They had seen everything about God to convince them that this man was not like you and I. But they resisted. As we see him fully, we know your dad. Praying, our Lord, what's your problem? What do you mean? How? At his sister, at his brother-in-law, Jehovah, how? I Some of us who don't believe have resisted, and I hope you understand that this helps us to pray. If you are, if you have an unbelieving friend, an unbelieving family member, one who has refused completely this work of the Spirit, pray for them with wisdom. Say, Jehovah, even with. Revelation. These guys have refused. Have mercy on their soul. Pray for them. The Holy Spirit, like we said in the first week, attacks the core of the soul of man by powerfully convicting it. Those who, are violent, those who violently resist, the gracious attempts of the Spirit to win them, are left resisting. They are left resisting. In spite of the plainest arguments and most incontestable facts, some of us who don't believe have willfully rejected the evidence and refused to accept the Christ presented. Are you here and you are resisting the work of the Spirit? I beg you by the masses of God, time is running out. To those who have refused the truth of Jesus Christ, do you know why your heart is hardened? Do you know why those that you complain, ah, a man like a do you know why their heart is hardened? Why is their heart so hard against this loving God, the spirit of our Father? To those God is trying to lead a certain way and are refusing, do you know why? Apparently according to medical research, a heart can harden. This normal heart of ours can harden. Its soft muscle can change into bone, believe it or not. It is when calcium salts accumulate in the tissues of the heart, normal aging conditions such as kidney disease or diabetes, physical trauma to the chest can trigger heart calcification. Imagine that. I believe this is what happens to our spiritual hearts as well. You've had a difficult life in your childhood. To the point you're like, ah, ah, boss, me, me, nobody was there for me as a child. How do you expect me to believe that this God that is trying to get into my heart now who was there when I was struggling? Some of us have had traumatic situations as children. Some of us were almost raped, almost killed. Now, you want to tell me ati, ati now that you want to save me. What do you mean? You know guys who say, I don't know him, because how can God bring me at, as an orphan into this world? Now he's the one who never leaves. say, at his plan for my life is good. Do you know why you resist the spirit of God? I beg you by the mercies of God that God wants to remind you that whatever happens in your life was never a waste. He was there. He was there. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He was, He is, and is to come. He is forever present. So if you accept Him, all things, whether good or bad, He tells us in His Word, will work for your good. Don't resist. Today, if you hear the voice of the Almighty God, do will not harden your heart. Time is running out. I don't know when we'll leave. Number two, number one, we resist those who don't know the Lord. Number two, we blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Matthew 12, 31 and 32, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven. But blasphemy against the Spirit will never not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or the age to come. That is not my words, you're the scripture. This is the most grievous sin of all. Sin against Jesus may be forgiven. Some of us struggle with the fact that God was born a human being. Eh, that will be forgiven. Some of us struggle with the fact that Jesus was a man and yet God that can be forgiven. But when the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost, presented to every of our conscience evidence to prove his truth, then we refused to yield to Christ's claims. We are not just guilty of resisting the Spirit, we are insulting the Spirit. And that amounts to blaspheming the testimony of the whole godhead god the father the son and the spirit the bible says it cannot be forgiven because the very end of blaspheming god is eternal damnation when you refuse completely the message of salvation the work of the holy spirit your end is nasty today we hear the voice of the almighty god do not harden your heart those who do not know him time is running out. So for the unbeliever, it is also true you can resist, which is all in here, results, results to insulting, then blaspheming the spirit. But for us who believe, we can offend the spirit of God. How? Number one, we can lie to the spirit. What do you mean lie to the spirit? He knows. Huh? Okay. Joshua 7, the Israelites are conquering this promised land. After taking Jericho, the next place to be conquered is a place called Ai. In the same way you can say Ai, that one, Ai. That one, Ai. So <coughs> Excuse me. So when they are preparing to go, they go and uh, look at the land and they're like, Ai, Jericho was much heavier. It was much intense. Ai is like a small place. place is a small place. So they send a few soldiers. Proper. You know You know those ones. That is what happened in Joshua 7. So Joshua is like, eh, boss, what's wrong? God responds in Joshua 7, 10 to 12. This is what he says. The Lord said to Joshua, stand up, we. Atinawa kuomba, Amka. What are you doing? Are you on your face, you, oh my god, what has happened? Tamka. Get up. Israel has sinned, this is God speaking, they have violated my covenant which I commanded them to keep. Huh? They have taken some of the devoted things, they have stolen, they have lied, they have put them with their own possessions. Verse 12, that is why the Israelites cannot stand against the enemies. They can't stand. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction last week remember we said that the holy spirit in the believing stands for consecration when you receive the lord the holy spirit comes on you when he comes on you he sets you apart you are consecrated you are devoted now to him whether you believe it or not that is what the holy spirit does in you now in that state we can't disobey, disobey Clear instructions from the Lord. You are His child. Let me translate that for you. Do you remember the day you actually thought you could say no to your parent? That moment it just hit you. Ah, like the other day. I get really hot. I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. My wife told uh, Zara, "Zara, can you please take these books that I've covered for you, boss, and write your name?" Do you know what her response was? And uh, do it tomorrow. Nakumbuka <laughs> <laughs> nilisike something just overwhelmed me. nini tu. Ah, tulia, tulia. Uu neza Tulia, tulia. Do you remember the day you did that? You thought either for your dad or for your mom. You can go the opposite direction of what the time is you. The smiles in your face tell me exactly what I know in my heart. That is what happens to us as children of God. When He deposits His heart, His spirit inside of us, you cannot disobey Him. When you do, you know. Have you been given a clear instruction from God? But we go to Zileza. Guys, God is not a man, He never lies. So for him to bless you, while in the state of disobedience, will put him as a liar. Can you imagine your parent telling you, I need this house clean by the time I get back. If you do that, there's chocolate. Then at, he comes, at a new major house, and then he's like, ah, my child, let me sell. chocolate. How does that? It never happened in my house. And I'm sure in That is how God behaves. When we refuse to follow instructions from the Spirit of God and then not come out clearly to confess them, Jehovah Nilemeo. My nature, just I'm sorry, King of Kings. When we don't come out clearly to confess, we'll not be able to stand against our enemies. We can't. You can't win the battle with the enemy, the devil, if you're disobeying the Lord. You can't. You cannot. You can't. If we are pretending nothing is wrong and assuming nothing will happen to us because of disobeying God, we are lying with the Spirit of God. In 2 Kings 5, remember the story of Naaman, the leader. He has leprosy. Then he's told go wash. End of So he does... He's okay. Then he asks if he can bless the prophet. Prophet, can I bless you? Mas eh, uliptuma ni kawo ke koele maji chafu. Mas eh sa ni kosa. Wacha ni kubareki? You know, ni kosa. Mfuko e kofiti. The prophet tells him, No. This is God's work, not mine. But the prophet has an assistant. Assistant, zia. Atweli yoni. Yeah? Ni sa. Ni sa. Gehazi is their sister. He sees an opportunity. He actually says, For example, maybe I can buy your house in Runda. Gehazi is like, uh-uh. So he goes against the prophet's word from God not to receive a blessing. Follows after Naaman And lies About Then he assumes He takes the two kings somewhere. Read it in 2 Kings 5 This is what happens when he goes back to the prophet His boss 2 Kings 5 25-27 When he went in and stood before his master Elisha the prophet asked him Where have you been? Gehazi your servant didn't go anywhere. He has the answer. Ah, okay. Let us say to him, "Was not my spirit with you when the man got down from his chariot to meet you, Naaman? Is this the time to take money or accept clothes, olive groves, olive, olive groves, vineyards, flocks, herds, male and female slaves? Naaman's leprosy, verse twenty-seven, will cling to you and your descendants forever." Then Gehazi went from Elisha's presence, his skin was leprous, it became white as snow. Why? He lied to the Spirit of God. He thought, ah, he, he had a jewel. He had a, if my boss won't know, how can God know? <laughs> Gehazi, remember, he believes in God. That's why he's serving the prophet. Last week we said the Holy Spirit becomes indwelt in us. Permanently dwells in you. When when you receive the Lord, the Holy Spirit will never leave you. He comes and stays for life. This means we carry him everywhere with us. Even to the places that we lie. About things that we were never told to do and When we act like we've done nothing, lie about our deeds, destruction will follow us swiftly. When God has given us a clear directive to follow, when you go against it and lie, not following in the hope maybe that he will never find out. We are kidding ourselves. I beg us to repent. (laughs) Guys, I'm being... Let's repent, otherwise destruction always follows, always. Acts chapter 5, remember this famous story, Ananias and Sapphira. If you read Acts chapter 4, you understand this story well because the believers were together. They had everything in common, they sold their properties for one another. They blessed each other in it. And so from that, Acts 5 happens. These guys also sell property. But they decide, uh uh-uh, uh, we put some aside, which is okay. But they lie about it. So, Acts 5 1 to 6. Now, a man named Ananias, together with his wife Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Peter then says, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart? That you have lied to the Spirit, kept some that you received. Didn't it all belong to you anyway before it was sold? It was all yours. Unkesamba, do you want to keep it? There's nothing wrong. After it was sold, was it the money at your disposal? Niako, What made you do such a thing? You've not just lied to us, but you've lied to the Spirit of God. When Ananias had this, he fell down and died. When he had, he died. Great fear seized all who heard what had happened. After some young men came forward, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. And you know the story, the wife was said. Ananias and Sapphira did nothing wrong by selling the land to give part of the proceeds to the church. There was nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong with selling and saying, "Ah." there's nothing wrong with that. But the sin they committed was lying about keeping some for themselves. And being asked by the one of God and saying, ah, this is it. If they only told the truth, they wouldn't have died. Here's a shocker guys, these guys were believers. They knew Jehovah. They understood what it was all about. When you stand before God and say, this is all, it better be all. Don't lie to the spirit, because destruction will fall. That's, that's, it's too extreme. We light the spirit of God in very subtle ways. I'm stuck in traffic. You know, you know that one. Masende nikojam, niko pacham. I'm on the. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Now we are talking. I'm almost there. Niko tuapa kwa lift. Sabatu kwa lift. Sabatu. Three floors. Jova. I'll be there in five minutes. I'm in a meeting. Oh, you're here in a connect. <laughs> Maybe you just don't want to talk, but I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. I'll call you later. I've never done this. If you're doing this, hell is waiting for you hello hello excuse h- me hello, uh, school skin, uh, hello uh, uh, uh. ah to our ladies I've got a headache aki I'm so tired single people I've got a headache I'm so tired you are not lying to your husband you are lying to them Now this one If you ever use this God help you It's not you, it's me it's not you. you know It's not you, it's
1: me
0: I think I just need to work on myself Just say utaki story just kidding you're just kidding uh-uh. you're not kidding <laughs> ah, yeah ladies sweetie does this dress make me look fat Wanaume? woman you're not lying to your wife you're lying to them this is a bad one how are you, how are you doing I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine, I'm fine. How you doing? Me, I'm fine. Stuck is doing. I'm fine. <laughs> Sijakugonga. Huh? <Biyashara> guys. <laughs> I huh? Be guys. I since I ah yeah. I am in between jobs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, eh, hey, munga tusamehe. Masi njokole na kuse by end month by end month <laughs> eh hey, avatu koengi avatu koengi wa wow, apa next Tuesday Tuesday lakoiesta ooh atidid specify which Tuesday skia yeah, atidid specify aya ah, yeah. this is this is to a leader if you vote for me we'll build stadiums in every county. Politicians in the house. You're not lying to the populations. You're lying to who? The Spirit, the Spirit of God. Ah social media people, type Amen and see God do signs and wonders. Come on, come on. If you ever sent me that, I didn't respond. Share this and you'll be blessed. if you don't say this what well, you will die. <laughs> ah, this year will be your year this will be my what you i'll pray for you <laughs> you're not lying to people you're lying to Aya, this is all of us all to jesus i surrender all to i at the all to him i freely hey, where, where, where? all jokes aside when we are lying to the spirit of god it's almost as if we are testing him we are tempting to see whether anything will really happen will there be a consequence May the examples in Joshua, in Gehazi, in Ananias, in Ananias and Sapphira convict you to stop lying. The Bible says says liars have their father as the devil. He's the father of all lies. Don't excel in the sin of lying. If you're a believer, you're not lying to men. You're lying to the Spirit of God. Number two, you can lie to the Spirit, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. To grieve means to make sad. Remember he's a person, so you can make him sad. It is the word used to describe the experience of Christ in the garden of Gethsemane. He was under a lot of sorrow. So much that when he prayed, the sweat from his face dropped down like blood. That is the intense sorrow he was in. The spirit is the most sensitive person of the Godhead. He has been labelled the mother heart of God. Don't offend him in grieving him. Ephesians 4, 32. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness. Bitterness. I know life happens to us, guys. And if you are past 12 years of age, there is somebody that really hurt you. By the Spirit of God, get rid of all bitterness. It's not easy. It may take your whole life. But purpose to get rid of all bitterness. Rage. Anger. I understand. But get rid of all anger. Brawling. When you are bitter. You? Maybe growing up, you are beaten through your life. That's how you know how to do life slander every form of malice be kind and compassionate to one another forgive just as in Christ God forgave you. when we do these things we are grieving the spirit of God get rid of it begin talk to him he is a spirit of wisdom knowledge kindness that's him. Ask him to overwhelm your spirit. To fill you for the place of anger. You know we talked about the feeling of the spirit of God. When we Jehovah I'm going to meet this person. This is the person that hurt me the most. Seen a choice. Fill me spirit of God. Help me to show kindness and love. Cause in my own strength I can't. Ephesians 5, 3 and 4 Among you there must not even be A hint of sexual immorality. When we are sexually immoral, we grieve the Spirit. Any kind of impurity, evil thoughts, you know, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander, we can't have that and claim to have the Spirit of God. He is grieved when that happens. Greed grieves the Holy Spirit. Especially greed. In a two, ah, you know, in life, it's off. Because these are improper for God's holy people. Verse 3. Nor should there be obscenity, behavior, language, images. You know what I'm talking about. Kunavitu Tunaona spirit is just like, he is living inside of you. Language, behavior, foolish talk, trash talking. Speaking in ignorance, without self control, dirty joking. These, the Bible says, are out of place. But rather have a thankful heart. And here's the thing maybe this is how we grown up. I remember Nikiwa Yuni, this is the language we used. It's language. Some, I remember I had a friend, my colleague. That's how the parents talk to him, even as a baby. That's the language he knows. But if the spirit of God has come upon you, I beg you by the mercies of God, stop it. You're grieving him. Ask him for help. It may take your whole life. Remember Peter when Jesus came to him. Peter was crazy. Ah, my uncle. You know the Bible is very nice in telling us his life. Guy was rough. He swore left, right, and center, and he would even kill you. Remember when he cut the guys here? That's Peter in the Bible. Jesus tells him, upon you, I will build the church. Imagine that. And I'm sure by the time the Spirit came upon him, he didn't. He didn't change the words. For some, it happens. And so don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. I'm not here to discourage you today. I'm here to remind you that you may be grieved by what you're listening to, by how you treat your colleagues, your family. Galatians 5:17-19. The acts of the flesh are obvious: sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery. Debauchery is excessive indulgence in sex, alcohol, and drugs. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, you are one that always promotes a lack of harmony between people, just because you have never known harmony even in your own family. That's how you believe. that's how you've been brought up, so it's the order of the day. Factions, you promote groups within groups that are always contentious and self-seeking. You are envious, drunkenness, orgies, wild parties characterized by excessive drinking and indiscriminate sexual activity. This is not us. I warn you, the Bible says, as I did before, those who live like this cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And in case you're wondering, at about idolatry and witchcraft. We are in our family, there are no witches. This is the Bible. Idolatry is simply having another God as an idol in your life. It is also, here to say, being stubborn to the leading of the Almighty God. I, what do you mean? Ati, I might be Worshipping an idol Because I am stubborn uh-uh. Let's break it down Those that don't believe Or have hardened hearts Have somebody else As a god Instead of Jehovah in Each one of us has a god You have something that you worship I hope it is god If it is not, there is something If you have a hard heart Chances are, chances are in your life the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. Because remember it says in the book of John, he came to convict the world of sin. So at some point in your life, he may be convicted you, but you said no. So translation, you're being stubborn. The Bible says stubbornness is as the sin of idolatry, First Samuel 15, 23. Pastor, me, other, me, I'm not a witch. Witchcraft <laughs> is doing. Ah, yeah. Witchcraft isn't merely the act, but it is also rebellion against God. Someone told the people of God that. Rebellion. Same thing as stubbornness. We ah, ah, I'm doing my thing. What have witches in common with those who have said they don't love God, they don't worship Him, they do their own stuff, manipulate, do this, change that, make things happen on their own. That is as a sin of witchcraft. See me in the first Samuel 15 23. Guys, if you're grieving the Holy Spirit in any way, please don't. Whenever the believer allows any of the things to find place in their heart and expression in the words of life. When these things abide in the heart and actively manifest themselves, then the spirit is sad and is grieved. Indeed, to refuse any part of our moral nature to the full soul of the spirit is to grieve him. If you continue to grieve the spirit, the grief turns into vexation, which is the spirit state of annoyance. Do you have that person in your life who even when you try friendship, you get to a point, you just block them. That kind of social media. The Holy Spirit will not block you. But I'm a boy, Let's not grieve the Spirit of God. Number three, we can quench. Plenty time, let's try to quench the Spirit. Believers can quench. To quench means to stop put out or extinguish. I hope you can see the the breakdown. Mm -hmm. Tuliazana lying with the spirit, we think he cannot find out the truth. Then to advance to grieving. You lie so much, you don't grieve. Because if you know very well, lying leads to other lies, leads to other and actually leads to to even great great sins. once grieving gets to a crazy spot, quenching happens. First Thessalonians 5.19 states simply quench not the Spirit. Quenching the Spirit of God happens in our hearts and in the hearts of others. When the manifestation one of the Spirit of God in others is watered down by us, we water it down. Aye, sister, so-and-so is a prophet. At she can hear the leadings of the Spirit of God. See, we know the. Uh, you're familiar, we know it very well. What do you mean? When the manifestation of the Spirit of God in others is watered down, you're quenching the Spirit of God. Criticizing the manifestation of the Spirit in the testimony of some believer. Ati, ati, emba, what do you mean? In the psalm of a preacher. How? Don't criticize the manifestation of the spirit. Even in a fellow brother or sister. Ask for wisdom from above. Sama Jehovah. Kiti nakafishi. nipe wisdom. Give me wisdom Abba. Disloyal to the voice and call of the spirit. By disobedience to his voice. Whether it be to testify. Or to the bits of service. Or to refuse to go where he sends you? You're quenching his spirit. Has the Lord called upon you? Is he tugging on your heart to do something for the kingdom? To take an office? To do something for a brother or sister? I don't know. He is a prophet? Has he been doing that? If you said no in your heart, you have quenched the spirit of God. Let us see to it that the gift of the Holy Spirit for service be not lost by unfaithfulness. Or by cultivation of a critical spirit on our part so that the fire in our hearts dies and when the fire dies what normally happens ash it's a sign that the fire was there but it's been extinguished is that you no 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 Jehovah, me, this is your kingdom. Me, me, I'm born again. I'm going to heaven. Leave me alone. Even as yet, you're saying as you have a gift, it's in my heart, uh uh, me. Ah, maybe just maybe you're quenching the spirit of God. I beg you. Stop it. Unbeliever, have you been resisting the spirit? Ama, you are blaspheming the spirit. I ask you, even as you get to a place of prayer, to repent. Like I said, Mr. Kuita who could receive yes, that is not transformation. Transformation must come from your heart. But I must remind you that time is running out. Jesus is still coming. Can I hear an amen? amen. And he's coming for those who have accepted him into their heart. Salvation is today. See question. So I beg you, if you need to do research on him, find out he crossed, find, do the research today, not tomorrow. Believe, have you been grieving the spirit of God? Have you been lying to his spirit? Testing, tempting him to check on the limits. The way you're like, let me see, how have you quenched him? repent Join us every Sunday from 11am at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.